Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my brother from the same mother, my brother Alex. Alex, how you doing? What's up, Grandpa? Um, everything's good, man. Just chilling. I decided to to sit on the couch today on a sofa chair. So I am absolutely chilling. If I fall asleep, it's not because Ed is boring me. It's because I am just comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you do look comfortable. I like that. I like that chair. I recognize it from mom and dad's house. So I, I know it's a hand-me-down, but sometimes those are the best chairs. They're already broken in and stuff, right? Let me tell you, parents know how to take care of their things. So... Uh, these these sofa chairs must be you know 15 years old i mean they are they are in great condition they're still comfortable yes they are broken in so that makes it even more comfortable um actually before we move forward um because i don't know if this person this person may listen to our podcast i don't know for how long they listen to our podcast so just in case they don't go more than 2 minutes listening to us <laughs> i think it's only right that you and I wish our mother a happy birthday today. That's right. Happy birthday, Mom. I wish her a happy birthday bright and early this morning, right? And so okay. I showed up. I went over there. Um, you know, I've been running around uh, all for the last week, and we'll talk about that later. But <clears throat> so I went over there for breakfast. And you know how it is at our house, right? Anytime we do anything, we always have a little toast, right? We fucking had a toast for my mom's birthday this morning with a cup of coffee. How stupid is that? A cup of coffee. So it was my son, myself, mom and dad, and I, I made breakfast, right? And um, we would have invited you, but we decided not to. And so <laughs> we had coffee and orange juice, but we had already poured coffee, right? Not, not the orange juice. And so there we are toasting happy birthday to mom with coffee. How freaking ridiculous was that? But you know what? It's what we do. And it was a pleasure to be there with mom to celebrate her birthday, even if it was in a very simple way with, you know, just a simple breakfast and a cup of coffee. Hey, man, that's, I think, I think, I think the cup, you know, toasting with a cup of coffee in our family is probably what it's like to toast for New Year's Eve with champagne. Right. For, I mean, for the alcoholic, like, it's the same thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I, on the other hand, I, on the other hand, um, wasn't, I, I, I was, I was planning on going. I wasn't planning on going. I was, I was kind of in between. And then when I found out that you went, I was like, oh no, I got to go now. <laughs> I got to go now. I, I mean, I got, I got to go, you know, I can't let him get all the, the brownie point, points on me. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I ended up going and, you know, uh, I actually, I, I already left the house and I called her and I'm like, Hey, I'm on my way. Are you home? And if she would have said no, then I just would have turned my ass back around. But, and yeah. she was like, well, we were think we were just about to go grab some McDonald's and have lunch. And I'm like, shit, perfect. Let me grab the McDonald's for you. You don't have to get out the house. We have lunch together. So we went over there and had a little lunch uh, with mom and dad. So, you know, she's, Happy as can be, as long as she can see us, I think. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's great. So happy birthday to mom, many more. And, uh, yeah, it's an awesome day. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from your story is that I won the day, right? I'm the better son. 
because A, I was first, which story of my life, right? And two, I made her breakfast. You picked her up some greasy fucking McDonald's. You're trying to kill her. Well, in all <laughs> fairness, she was going to pick up McDonald's anyway. I just saved her some gas and money. <laughs> yeah, you saved her some gas in her car and gave her gas in in her body. Nice going. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know, you know how the saying goes: "Save the best for last." So I was last. So there you go. yeah, I don't think so. I think I win. I win. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know what? We both win because we have an awesome mother. Yeah, this is true. This is true. She was so happy to see us this morning. Yeah, we've been running around. It's been a crazy week. This is my first episode of the podcast as a grandfather. So last week, you know, running around, we went out to San Antonio where my daughter lives, and you know, obviously, you know, she's pregnant. She's been in the hospital, so we've been gone all weekend. It's been really kind of crazy. But I have a very, very beautiful granddaughter. I'm very excited about. Um, She was born. Thursday the 23rd at like 11:30 at night something like that and uh luckily you know we got to see her she came out got out of the hospital on Saturday and uh we spent Saturday and all day Saturday and Sunday with her and uh before I came home and so you know it's my first episode as a grandfather so all those jokes about being damn near 50 now it's like it doesn't matter right because now I'm a grandpa so damn near 50 doesn't sound that old it's just now, it's not like I'm almost old. Now, I just am, right? <laughs> I mean, I may as well be 50, 60, 70. What difference does it make? That's right. Well, that's <laughs> awesome, bro. Congrats. I mean, yeah. you know, you already got the white hair going. Um, you know, you already looked the part. I mean, I looked the part. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I looked the part. Hey, you know what's funny, right? Us guys get a bad rep, right? <clears throat> I've always, not always, but I've gotten a bad rep like, I didn't change a whole lot of diapers, right? My wife was home, I worked, so of course she changed more diapers than I did. But, you know, I changed my fair share. I don't brag about it, right? But, you know, I changed a diaper or two, right? So yesterday, we're, you know, my daughter knows that we're leaving in about an hour or half hour or whatever. And uh, she just finished feeding the baby and all of a sudden, you know, the baby does what the baby does, right? Goes number two. And she's like, <laughs> Hey, daddy, you want to change a diaper before you leave? And I'm like, I'll change your diaper. No big deal, right? Like, ain't no thing. But, you know, they all think that because I'm old and I'm the guy that didn't change a whole lot of diapers, all of a sudden they think I can't do it, right? You know how it is, bro. Once a superstar, always a superstar. I mean, I changed that diaper in like 20 seconds. The kid didn't cry. I didn't get shit all over the place. I wiped, right. uh, wiped down instead of up. You know, I mean, I did all, I did everything I was supposed to do. Kid came out fucking sparkling new. She was happy as can be. So I still got it. it what they, what they should have done was put a timer on you. You know, to see how you know, you know, kind of when uh, you know NASCAR or Formula One, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did, you know, like a pit stop. stops. That's what they should have done to see how quick your, uh, you know, honestly. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have beat all of them. I'd have beat my wife. I'd have beat my daughter. My, you know, I'd have beat everybody. Cause I, I'm telling you, I changed it quick. I didn't mess around, man. I got in there and all done. Just like that. All done. <laughs> it's funny that we have these things to talk about, right? We haven't had any sports to talk about for months. Right. 
And now when sports finally kick off, we got other more important stuff to talk about, like family and, right. and babies and whatnot. It's funny how that works. But, hey, this is, a, this is a sports talk show, podcast, whatever the hell it is we do. Baseball finally kicked off. I am so freaking happy. I, I'm sitting here right now in the background. I have the Arizona-San Diego game on. I am just – I'm beyond happy. I've been watching baseball nonstop. How about you? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know me, man. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of baseball and, uh, you know, enjoying it so far. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's not as bad as, as I thought it was going to be without the fans. Um, let me stop. The one you thing right that's, let what? me stop you right there. You're What's a liar. That? You're a liar. Okay. Okay. You're a liar, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell everyone on the show you're a liar. You said okay. it, you said it was not gonna be the same. The fan, without the fans, it was gonna be terrible. I'm probably not even gonna watch it. That's what you said. You said that. Go back five, six, ten episodes. You said that. You're a liar. And you know how I know you're a liar? Because on our text thread, I was getting play by play of the Phillies game and the Mets game from you. Jay wasn't even responding. Our cousin Jay didn't even he, – he was out living his life. You were glued to the TV. You were texting, like, immediately when something happened. You were texting some shit. So you well, watched yeah. it all. You lied. You said you well, weren't going to watch it. Well, for the sake of this podcast, you would be the only one talking <laughs> if, I, if I didn't watch any baseball. I need, I, I need material to, to talk about today. So I, yeah. I was forced to watch. Yeah, look. I think you should start off this this baseball part by saying, Ed, you were right. You said that when the games came back on, I would watch it no matter what because I'm a baseball junkie. Say it. Say yeah, it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that because I got too much pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember ever saying I'm not gonna ever. I'm not gonna watch it. But it's gonna. It's it. It was gonna feel. I, I believe you. I believe you. I got bad memory. I believe you. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's, it was open on weekend, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'll tell you what, man. I, I have no problem admitting that I am a complete and utter sports junkie, but probably more so with baseball. I mean, it's just uh, when the Mets won the first game, what, what, what did I do? I texted you guys. Right. Tied for first with 59 to go, right? It's like <laughs> – it's like, just think about it, right? On July 24th of 2019, last year, if we'd have been tied for first with 59 to go, we'd have been pretty happy. We'd have been right. like, we're in the race, right? So I'm just treating it like a normal season now. I'm just like, yes, we're in it. We're in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, it, it's it's different, obviously, but it's, it's, it's sports. Um, I know, love it. The, the only thing – Look, I love it too, but let's see how, how things progress here because, you know, you know, stuff is well, not so clean inside those uh, Phillies locker rooms. Yeah, so let's well, see how Let's see how, how things play out, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up, right? So uh, what you're referring to is the situation with the Marlins, right, where they've had 11 uh, positive cases pop up. I think it's – Nine coach, nine players and two coaches. Uh, 
you know, the, they, they've canceled the games for the Marlins and uh, uh, who were the, Mar- the Marlins Orioles. and the Orioles. And then the Phillies-Yankees got canceled because the Phillies played against the Marlins this weekend. So we are in a very unprecedented situation, right? But here's the thing. While I know it's dicey and we're kind of scared by it all, this is really not a big deal. If they manage to contain it, it's really no different than a couple of rainouts, right? It's possible. I'm sure that they are testing the hell out of the Marlins and they are testing the hell out of the Phillies, right? If the Phil- More so the Phillies than the Marlins. I think if the Phillies are cleared today, they'll probably play tomorrow. So it's no different than a rainout. The Marlins, that situation is a little bit dicey. But again, they're probably doing the same thing. They're probably going to test the hell out of those guys. And they're going to say, okay, look, the rosters, however many people it is, I don't remember the number, but let's say it's 30 people, right? They say, okay, 14 guys have it. You 14 guys basically go on the IL, right, for 10 days or two weeks, whatever it is. And now – the Marlins are going to have to use that that player pool that all the teams have, which is basically works like the minor league system. So while I know that it sounds bad and it makes everybody nervous and, and this, that, and the other thing, if you put it in perspective, it's really not much different than a couple of rainouts. Yeah, the part the part that that is a concern for me is, um, you know, if there is a bigger outbreak, and, you know, I mean, look, no disrespect to the, to, to the Marlins, okay? I mean, I couldn't tell you half of their roster. If, if, it, if, if other teams, bigger names, get, you know, result in positive tests, and then they're going to be out, and then, you know, it's, it's just – I'm just being very cautious and getting super excited about something that may not even – finish something that may not even play out all the way through you know yeah. like i'll be i'll be more comfortable and more happy once the playoffs are here the postseason and you know because because you know we're, we're now now we're a little closer teams are probably being a little more careful then you know maybe even towards the end of the regular season teams are being more careful i just don't want a situation where look that could have been the yankees right that could have been the yankees right we're talking 10 10 players off the Yankees, right? And, you know, I don't want to see the Yankees without Judge, Stanton, Glabar Torres, all those guys, Garrett Cole. I, I don't want that to happen because, you know, it's just not it, – like, nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see that. So that's the part where I'm just a little, you know, I'm just I'm, – I'm excited, but I'm not going to – you know, I'm not going to – you know, be, yeah. I'm not no, going to be pushing I, over it. I, I agree with you, Alex. But again, it, again, I, I caution people in kind of, you know, wanting to jump off a bridge about this. What are the Astros going to do? Verlander's hurt. What are they going to do? They're going to sit him down for, you know, 10 days. He's going to miss a couple of starts and then he's going to come back. That's no different than what, you know, the Marlins are going to do with Arania. Arania is one of the guys that they, they, they got, that tested positive. He's a good pitcher. 
it's kind of the same thing, you know, like, I just don't think unless we get a massive outbreak where a team has to forfeit games for an extended period of time, like, so for example, if the Marlins had turned up 25 cases, right, where the entire roster went, they had to replace the entire roster with minor leaguers. And, and now for two weeks, they're going to play 14 games, let's say, with minor leaguers, and they're going to go, you know, one in 13 because, let's face it, they're minor leaguers. Okay, that's a problem, right? Especially for a team with, with higher aspirations like the Yankees, the Dodgers, et cetera, et cetera, right? But if it's, if it's controlled like this, I, I, think, I think that it's not going to be a big deal. It, you know, we're going to hear the stories – and I think that if we just substitute game canceled due to coronavirus outbreak, if we replace that with can- game canceled due to rain, it's re- we're going to see that it's very, very similar. I do applaud baseball. Uh, I do applaud baseball in that they went ahead and canceled the Phillies game as well. The chance of the Phillies having COVID, right, or having an outbreak is pretty small because again, baseball is not like football or basketball where there's constant contact. Um, you know, there's, there's minimal contact, right? If you take a, you know, you take pitchers, you take half of the pitching staff of the Phillies didn't even pitch over the weekend. Right. So they were in the bullpen far away from everybody, you know, so it's, it's a lot less likely, but baseball is doing the right thing in being overly cautious and saying, Hey, we'll go ahead and cancel the Phillies game too. And let's run more tests and make sure that they're clear so that, you know, we don't end up having to cancel, you know, cancel them for, you know, they don't have an outbreak. So I think it's strange times, but you get, yeah, I, think I know. I just, I, I, I want to use the example of an injury comparing, com, you know, comparing that to the virus, because we're talking about something that spreads, right? The injuries don't spread. You lose one guy off an injury. It's not like, well, you know, the whole Astros bullpen is going to come down with an injury, right? right, so right. It's not something that spreads, right? But it's, it's, so it's a little different. I mean, we just have to, you know, t- just, uh, you know, I guess take it day by day and, and hope that this thing doesn't, you know, force any teams to, um, you know, forfeit any games or, you know, it, you know, this, this could really have a domino effect, right? Because now we're talking, they only gave it 66 days. Now we're talking about double headers being played, no off days. Like there's very few off days in this thing. So, you know, it, it's, it gets a little dicey, but, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully baseball can control it because they had, you know, the sad part about all this is they had such a long time to really implement a good system, right? And we're, we're seeing MLS, we're seeing hockey do 4,000 plus tests and not one positive result coming back. We're looking at the NBA bubble. Um, you know, very few positive tests have come back. So it, you have these other three sports that went into this bubble and baseball decided to opt out of that bubble and go a different route. And, you know, it's it's you know, we're kind of seeing the difference, right? It may not be a big difference, but we're seeing a difference. Another thing to, t- to, to I was about to say to think about, another thing to think about is, you know, to keep in mind is 
you know, these, these players, these teams are traveling in and out of states. All it takes is for one governor, mayor, to say, hey, let's shut down traveling. Then what do you do? You know what I well, mean? So I Toronto, think that's something, right? that's something to really, you know, that baseball needs to think about right now and start implementing a plan. Well, what happens if that's the case, right? What right. do you do then? So, you know. Well, that's the situation we'll the Blue Jays are in, right? Right. The Blue Jays, the, the, you know, the, the Canadian government said they're not going to allow travel in from the U.S., so they had to move to Buffalo. Right. So, so yeah. I yeah, I think there's a lot of contingency plans out there. I, I'm sure that they're working through it, but there's a part of me that says, "Look, it we we got to live, right? We we got to live somehow." And you're right; it is different. It's not exactly like an injury in that it doesn't spread. You know, an injury doesn't spread, but there are similarities and. It, as far as days off and a compressed schedule, well, the Marlins and the Orioles and the Yankees and the Phillies are getting a day off. It's today. And they'll, they'll, you know, they'll fill, they'll fill a day off later on. And with the schedule being such that you only play kind of your region, it makes doubleheaders much easier to do. So the Yankees and Phillies are two, two hours apart, right? It's not a big deal. The Orioles and Marlins is a little bit further, but for the most part, those games will be a little bit easier to make up. So it's very interesting. Um, I certainly don't hope that – I certainly hope that they don't have a larger outbreak. I think, I think so long as you don't have an entire roster swapped out, then I, th- I think things are going to be okay. I, you know, I, I, I hold out hope that things are going to be okay. And I also think that the players – are, and we'll talk about other sports as well, but I think baseball players are taking it pretty seriously, right? Apparently the fines are quite hefty if you violate some some safety protocols. You know, we saw a manager and an umpire get into an argument, and before they got into an argument, they both put their masks on, and they didn't get nose-to-nose, right? They, they kept I don't know if it was six feet, but they certainly did keep some distance between them. So I feel like the baseball players are taking it seriously. And and I think that's going to help players in other sports don't seem to be taking it as seriously. Right. Like, I don't know, like the NBA, for example, right. Yeah. Right. Where we got a guy who left the bubble to go to a funeral, to go to a funeral and ended up at a strip joint. Right. Yeah, I mean, come on. Right? Yeah. So if you're not going to take it seriously, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem for everybody. Um, but as far as MLB goes, I do feel like they're, they're, they're taking it seriously. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I noticed, uh, and I think it was in the very – I can't remember if it was on Thursday night in the Yankees and Nationals game or the Dodgers and Giants game. I, I can't remember when it was. It was either one of those two games or it was the Mets game because I remember it was – it was – I can't remember. But when the catcher caught a ball in the dirt and went like this to give the ball to the umpire, the umpire pointed towards the dugout 
towards the first base dugout and kind of saying like, no, you got to go ahead and throw that, you know, throw that ball away. And that happened early. That was like in the first inning. And then as the game went on, the umpire later on was taking the ball from the catcher and throwing it himself. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, I thought that was kind of, that's the one thing that stood out to me over this, this weekend. Other than that, it kind of felt like, you know, normal baseball, I guess. I, I, I think MLB has to remind people that you got, you got to follow the safety protocol as much as you can. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was following the umpire was following the safety protocol in the first inning. And then as the game went on, he just went back to his old ways. Right. Um, that's all it is. He's just going back to the old way of doing things. And I'm sure MLB is going to have to send little reminders out to tell people, yep. Hey, don't forget to, you know, let's minimize contact. Did you see Rizzo oh. providing hand sanitizer to, uh, on first base. Hit. Yeah, I seen that. See? So for the first time Players since are looking like out for each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So for the first time since like nine, the nineteen fifties, we don't have a three and O team after the first weekend of baseball. Everybody's either either one and two or two and one. Wow. Well, I think the Dodgers, the Dodgers are two and two, I believe. Dodgers and Giants, they yeah, they've played four. four games already. Yeah. So Hmm, that's interesting. And you I got wonder... teams like the Tigers, the Orioles, who we thought weren't going to be any good. They're two and one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kansas City sucks as bad as we thought. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who looks really good. Minnesota. I mean, they're crushing baseballs. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, Cruz. It looks like they're, it looks like, it looks like they had the attitude of, we're going to score 10 runs. How many can you score? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Overreaction Monday. The Twins are going to break the record for runs scored in any season, not even prorated. They're going to break it. In 60 games, they're going to do what the best team did in 162. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder why we don't overreact to baseball. After the first, like after the opening weekend, the way we react, overreact about football the Monday after. Well, because in football, in football we've got sorry, there's a little crazy catch. Oh, it's so funny sometimes to see major leaguers struggle with something simple, right? So there was just a pop right. up in foul territory on the first base side, and the Padres first baseman uh, did not catch it because he lost it in the sun. Right, very human thing, right? Um, right? Well, the reason we don't overreact in baseball is because, I mean, yeah. So after the weekend, what are you going to do? You you don't have anything to talk about because you already have another game the next day, right? So here we yeah. are Monday, and they're already playing again. So whereas in the NFL, you got a week to talk about it and think about it, and you know, chew right. on the result from yeah. Sunday. You know, after talking about all of this, I really hope the NFL is, like, really paying attention, right? Like, don't, don't do this to us football fans, right? Because football is the more popular sport than, than the four major sports, I would say, okay? Mm -hmm. Just I'm taking a guess, right? I really hope they have a plan 
and kind of, you know, like they've had the most time, the most time to think about right. all this, plan, prepare, um, you know, take little bits and pieces from all these other sports, what to do, what not to do. I really hope they prepare because, you know, I remember they, they said something that they, they're willing to push back the Super Bowl as far as March. So, you know, being a sport that you play once a week, I mean, they really have an opportunity to really nail this, you know, to get it right. And, you know, and what I mean by that is just proper protocol, proper procedures, and just, you know, and, and really minimize damage. Yeah, they are, in a, they are in a great position, right? Because they, you're right, they get to watch, they get to watch how hockey's doing it, how the NBA is doing it, how MLB is doing it, how the WNBA is doing it, the MLS, the soccer leagues over in Europe. I mean, they're really getting a very good view of how does this work, right? And they're getting different examples. Baseball, where teams are traveling, but in a, in a tight region. Uh, NBA, where all the teams are in one place. Uh, same thing, NHL, that's got two regional sites. You know, it's, it's, it's very interesting how, or very advantageous for them to really study how other people are, are how other leagues are handling it. Yeah. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a learning process for everyone everywhere. Right. Like it, it's going to be, it's going to be a learning process. Um, and even for, you know, the MLB, it's going to be a learning process for them as the season goes on. You know, the thing with football, with the NFL, being that basketball will be over with, Right. Of course, the NFL rosters are a little bigger, but I mean, they could potentially take over Florida here. Yeah. Do a, do a bubble in Florida. You're going to have these players out, out of the, out of Florida by the time football is about to start. Right. And if you're willing to go further out into next year, into March, right. You can push back the, the, the league start date a month, let's say. Right. And you can kind of, you know, play it that way. Or you can set up two bubble sites, one on the West Coast for the West Coast teams, maybe split a couple of Central and North or South and North teams to the West Coast and a couple to the East. Yeah. You can have two bubble sites. I mean, it, it, they could really they could really nail it. Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing. Again, if we talk about this stuff enough, you and I, I come up with some really great ideas, right? And right. the NFL, again, hit me up. You can catch the Positive Sports Podcast on YouTube. You can hit me up on Twitter at emontana21. You can email the show, positivesportstan at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. They can get a hold of you on Twitter at BrooklynGaucho1. Here's my brilliant idea at NFL. Hit me up. There are states that don't have a lot of cases, right? So out west, why not have a regional hub in Montana? Play at the University of Montana. They've got a normal-sized stadium, right? On the east coast, play in Virginia. Play at the University of Virginia, right? Because you're only playing once a week. Right. right? So you can you – can, I mean, there are places in states that don't have a whole lot of cases, Right. Oklahoma doesn't have a lot of cases. Nebraska doesn't have a lot of cases. Minnesota, well, Minnesota now does. Uh, Nevada doesn't have a whole a ton of cases. 
there are a lot of states that aren't don't have a lot of cases. So make regional hubs. You can make four. You can make four regional hubs. Heck, you could probably make six regional hubs in places that are not high risk. What's the big deal? You don't have fans anyway. Right. Right? Who cares if the Jets are playing in Delaware? Ain't no fans going to be there anyway. Right? Yeah. So you may as well, and you make bubbles in those places. Heck, if you make a – if you make a – in in the NFL, you've got 32 teams, right? Yep. You let's say you go crazy and you make eight eight 14 bubbles, right? And you put two bubbles close together, so really it's kind of like an 18 bubble. So call it four bubbles of eight teams. I mean, you could you could you could contain this thing with nothing because the problem with having them do the NFL you can't have them do it the major league baseball way because the rosters are too big right baseball's traveling 25 30 guys it's it's a little bit more manageable than traveling 55 guys in the NFL right so you run more risk and if you put them in a bubble in a place like Orlando well it's harder to keep 55 guys from going to the Magic Island strip club to eat chicken wings is you know if you have them in south dakota it's just common yeah. sense no yeah i agree i agree so and <clears throat> the one thing i've noticed uh i don't know if you saw it but the nfl's come out and said that there will be serious consequences if you violate the bubble rules if they do the bubble right so in, including players possibly losing pay because and that's and that's a direct reflection on what they've seen in the NBA, right? You know, Will, Lou Williams or whoever it was going to the funeral and then going out to a strip club and whatnot. <clears throat> so they're you know the NFL is learning from the other leagues and already starting to kind of tighten up the ship. And NFL, if they, if the NFL does a bubble, man. You know how many players are going to be fucking high as a kite in that bubble because they can't get suspended for marijuana now? That's right. That's going to be the spot to be, man. Yeah. <laughs> all they need is one. All they need is one connect that can deliver the goods. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah, it, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you know the deal with Lou Williams, man. I mean, it's funny, but that was such a bonehead, like. What was it? Two for Tuesday? Did they have like a fucking lemon pepper special that night that you had to go get wings? wings, bro. 50 cent wings. I mean, the whole thing is funny to me, but right. I mean, you, you got to be a little smart about it. You know what I mean? Well, and the other thing too, it's like he basically got ratted out by his boy, right? Didn't, didn't one of his boys post a picture and that's how they found out? I think it was a uh, yeah, it was a, a DJ uh, Harlow. I don't know what he is. I think he's a DJ or something. I, I don't know exactly what his what his title is or what he does. Hey, here's but, here's yeah. my other question: Who the hell eats at a strip club? You ever had strip club food? No, and I don't think I ever want to. It's not. It, I, I guess it depends who the cook is. I don't know. It's not that bad. You've had, eaten at a strip club? 
Uh, yes. I've drank at a strip club, but I've never eaten. Yeah, I, I've eaten at a strip club. Absolutely. Doesn't that just sound like a health code violation? You got people walking around naked and you're eating food. Doesn't that just sound hey, like... I've, I've done it a bunch of times and I have never gotten sick. And look where we are today. Fucking COVID is going around. <laughs> you, think, you, you think your immune system is just built up from eating at the strip joint? You're not going to get COVID? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a that's a good way of looking at it. You're walking around yeah, with no mask look. on. You're walking around with no mask on. Your wife's like, honey, put on a mask. You don't want to catch COVID. Like, I've eaten at strip clubs. I'm going to be right. okay. <laughs> that's right. I mean, seriously, why would you want to go to a strip club now, right? Like, why, why would you even want to go to a strip club now, right? Like, there's more sweaty asses there than they are at an NBA game, Right. Why wouldn't you like, want to go to a strip club now? Well, I'm just saying, with like COVID going around, that's probably the last place I would want to go. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, me, yeah, at least look, me, me personally. Yeah, but, but look, Lou Williams is willing to eat at a strip joint. Surely he's not going to be afraid of some sweat. He's willing to eat the food for crying out loud. You shouldn't be afraid to go to a strip club either, except for the fact that your wife would kick your ass. You shouldn't be afraid either because you've eaten strip club food. It can't be any worse than just sitting there watching girls shake their ass. True. Well, in all fairness, to his defense, the wings are named after him. Maybe they were rolling out these new wings, and he had, and he had to be there to – For the grand um, opening? You know, to sample them and make sure that they passed the test so that they can be offered as from the buffet uh, area to the strip club employees. Dude, the thought of a buffet at a strip joint has got to be the most. I am not a germaphobe, but that would that would freak me out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. The 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 one strip club that I went to, that I I ate from, it happened to be the wings. Like the wings were the best thing on the menu. So I I kind of sympathize. You know, I I I kind of, you know, I can relate to Lou Will. You know, you get hungry after a funeral. You gotta eat something. Uh, you got some wings named after you. I bro, can't be, tell me. I can't. I can't be a hundred percent mad at mad at him. Bro, was it a buffet of wings? Yeah. Dude, ain't nothing killing you. You can look, you can walk around and just start licking people. You ain't getting COVID, bro. You ain't getting COVID. We're not licking nobody at no strip club. (laughs) I mean, dude, you've eaten from a buffet at a strip joint. You can do whatever you want. You can you can take off all your clothes and they can stick you in a vat of COVID and you're not gonna get it. Well, it's no different than eating from a buffet somewhere else. You've eaten from a buffet before where people have gone up and down that buffet line. Dude, there's no one walking around naked at the Golden Corral. (laughs) The strippers are not going to the buffet. They're getting better food back there. You don't know that. Hey, look, what happened to – there's a reason people put the sign on the door that says no shirt, no shoes, no service. It's a health code violation. How I've heard of food at a strip joint. I've never personally been in a strip joint that had food because mm-hmm. 
I'm a classy guy. Um, and I certainly would never eat at a strip joint. It just seems ridiculous to me. And the fact that you have, dude, I, seriously, if, if I were you and I had eaten from a buffet at a strip joint, I'd be walking around. I'd be going to the beach. I'd be one of those fuckers at the beach. I'd be like, come, <laughs> come get me. You ain't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If they, if you got naked and they dipped you in a, in a vat of COVID, all of the COVID germs would die and you would be okay. Because you've eaten from a buffet at a strip joint. I don't see any issues with it. Dude, that's the vaccine. If you don't get sick from eating at a buffet <laughs> at a strip joint, You've got the antibody for COVID. You're not getting COVID, bro. Then I'm good. You better go. You better go. You better go to that strip club that Lou Will went to in Atlanta. <laughs> you see guys now. There's guys that are watching this. There's guys that are going to watch this episode. And they're going to tell their girlfriends or their wives, hey, baby, I heard that if you don't get sick <laughs> at the buffet at a strip joint, you ain't going to get COVID. So, I'll see you later. Peace out. And you got any ones to help me out? <laughs> I think, you know, I, you know, this is a, this is a very interesting topic. I think we're going to have to do a poll on our Twitter at positive sports six. Have you ever eaten off the buffet line at a strip club? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very interested to know what, you know, the, what the, what the numbers are here, what, what the, what the numbers are for this, uh, you know? Yeah. I, I'd be, I'd be curious. I mean, First of all, you, you have to go to a strip joint, but I mean, yeah, I, I would I would never eat at a strip joint. The only reason I drink alcohol is because I assume that the alcohol will kill whatever germs I'm getting, you know, in the air. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, uh, I can't believe you went to a strip club, really, to be honest with you. Like, uh, right? I, I mean, after believe- all this... Hey, are they letting are they letting like hoes in the bubble? Because these guys, you know, I mean, it can be stressful when you're making a run at the playoffs. I mean, if if you pay security the right amount right amount of money, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if it's like the Super Bowl where there's just a whole bunch of chicks, a whole bunch of hoes and strippers and hookers going down to Orlando trying to get in the bubble. I mean, I, I I wouldn't doubt it, right? It's good business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what is uh, going back to baseball? What is your overreaction for uh, for the first weekend of the season? Overreaction Monday for baseball. Mm. What, what 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 do you got? Oh shit! Uh, I I I I don't have one, Ed. <laughs> I really don't have one. I'm not overreacting on – I don't think I've – have I overreacted on anything? I'm trying to think back to, like, our text messages with, with, with Jay, but I can't think of – I can't think of anything. Well, my overreaction is the Twins are going to break the runs record um, <clears throat> in, in 60 games. They're going to break the full season record in 60 games because those guys are mashing. They're going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm That'd sure they will fun. be. I mean, yeah, they, they should be fun to watch. <clears throat> it's a shame they don't get to go to Colorado, right? Because they're in the central, Colorado's in the west. 
it'd be good if they if they were in the West and had to go play Colorado. They'd score twenty runs a game while up there. It'd be a good time. It'd be a good time, man. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else? What else? So the NBA is about to start. Um, oh, the MVP voting is going to be is going to be based on the first seventy games of the season or however many games they played. Right. What do you think about that. It's like to me. Like, that's dumb. You're playing more regular season now. Why not count it? Well, I'm I'm assuming they – because they already played 70 games or whatever it was. So that's the majority of the season right there. Well, no, it is. But why wouldn't you count these last eight, ten games – eight games? I mean – because look, look who's in really, the, who's in the MVP race. You're right. There's only two guys that are really in the MVP race, right? It, it's it's the Greek Freak and LeBron. But what if LeBron completely lays an egg here the last in these in these eight games, and you know the Greek Freak just knocks it out of the park? Well, I personally think close. The Greek Freak was was ahead. Of, he was ahead of LeBron at the time. Um, I hear so, arguments. I, I don't have an issue with it. Huh? I, I, I've heard the argument both ways about who was ahead. I just think it's dumb. Like, why would you put that limitation on the MVP voting? Like, what, what? Okay, here's my question. What benefit is there to doing it that way as opposed to looking at the entire regular season the way they do every other year? Like, wh- why? Can you give me again? A I, again, you, the only reason that I you eat from a buffet at a strip joint. Surely you have a good reason as to why they would do something this dumb. <laughs> I I don't think it's dumb. I mean, the majority of the season has already been played. So the fact that you don't think that's it's enough dumb tells that's me that's enough data. At a strip yeah, joint. of course. <laughs> yes, that is correct. You're never living that down. <clears throat> I'm a legend. The fact that you're still alive is legendary. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm the strip club buffet eating legend. Yeah, that, that is a that's fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, look, I mean the the, the majority of the season has been played already. Um you you got stat, you know, it's numbers enough to, you know, you're not playing the whole league, you're just playing the you know, the playoff teams now. So it's whatever. I don't care, really. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not a. It's not a problem. I just, I just don't understand why you would do it. Right? It just seems, it seems dumb. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like the MLB saying we'll take the last hundred games from last year and add them on to the sixty games from this year, and that that'll be your all your, uh, your your MVP, your MVP. calculation for twenty twenty. Dumb stuff. Well, that would be wrong. Yeah. Well. Uh, what else you got? Um, I don't have much of anything else. Do you think the NFL will do the bubble thing or not? Uh, if if they're smart about it, yeah. If there's, yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to do it at this point, I think. The bubble it's, thing's I mean, got to be better than not works. doing it. 
Hmm? We've seen what works or what's yeah. working. You know what I mean? Or what's working better than not doing it. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Like, the baseball way is not failing. It's just an out. It's just a small outbreak. I mean, it it it, it can happen anywhere. Again, with this thing being so contagious, I I just find it hard to believe that it, that you're going to make it through with no problem. Uh, someone's going to get it somewhere. Well, here's the thing, Ed. That you you have to you have to contain it, right? And less travel means you're containing it. A bubble means you're containing it. You know, and although it's a small outbreak in baseball, it's still an outbreak. And yeah, it may seem small right now, but all it takes is is for this to happen, for it to, to you know, to keep, but, you know, dominoes to fall. Here's my question. By containing it in a bubble, if somehow it got into the bubble, don't you run a higher risk? of more teams getting it. So in the baseball situation, we just have two teams that are potentially affected. If you keep everyone in the bubble, don't you have the potential to have it on four, five, six, eight teams? Right? That's the other issue. Because especially in the NBA where the guys are good friends, you know, across teams, you could end up with a real issue. You could get more yeah, teams think, contaminated. Yeah, but I think the I think the players and I think they're getting tested uh, pretty frequently, right? right? So that's you know that's that's a huge a uh, huge plus. Here's another thing, Ed, which I think is is very important that we can look at um, the positive side, right? For for baseball, is this, and I think you'll agree with me is that I believe you and I firsthand have experienced, um, you know, what it is like for others to um, possibly have this virus, right? And not feel any symptoms, right? Now, the same way you can not feel symptoms and have the virus, you can feel the symptoms and not have the virus. And I think, I think we've experienced both. Right. So I think that's the one positive side, right? Yes, the Marlins, 14 people came up positive, but that doesn't mean that they're running 105 fever, uh, that their immune system is so low. At the end of the day, these are athletes that take care of, themselves that are in way better shape than what you know we are people that we know are you know mm -hmm. so so I, I think that's the one positive side of all this right yes there are positive tests but that doesn't mean that these players are on the verge of fucking dying of you know being severely sick and you know they're having trouble breathing um so you know I think that's that's well, something think, good that we can take away from all this and, you know, maybe look, the, look forward as to, well, this is just a bump on the road. Yeah, and the Marlins did take two out of three from the Phillies, so. That is even a bigger positive. <laughs> so it just goes to prove you can have COVID and still beat the Phillies. That's right. What's going to happen right. to the Phillies when they play a, a healthy team? 
<laughs> I mean, they're going to get smoked. The Phillies may not, well win not even show year. up. They they may not win another game this year. I mean, unless they play a team with COVID, then they've got a thirty three percent chance of winning a game. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, they could lose a hundred games in a sixty game season. <laughs> that's how bad they are. That's how bad they are. I mean, that's terrible. They get, they lost two out of three to a team with half the team had COVID. Obviously, the Phillies are, you know, talk about the ultimate jinx, right? You picked them to go to the World Series. (laughs) I did. And they can't beat a COVID-ridden Marlins team. Hey, look, and not only that, we didn't think the Marlins were that good without COVID. Right. Now, with COVID, they still lost two. Yeah, the Phillies aren't winning another game this year unless they play someone with COVID, like the Orioles. Hey. We've done all this talking, and we haven't gotten each other's opinion on Major League Baseball expanding the playoffs in the last minute. (laughs) You know, this year, because of the shortened season, everyone's going to be in it until the last two weeks, right? Now now everyone's going to be in it until the last day, except for the Phillies, who are going to lose 100 games. Right. <laughs> it, it, it seemed kind of dumb to do it this season, right? They, they already, because of the shortened schedule, they already had built-in extra excitement for the playoffs. Now right. they've, they've watered it down so much now that it's going to be like, eh, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I am – this is another thing that I'm just on the fence about. Like a, a big part of me really doesn't like it. I'm I'm like a baseball purist, man. Like, keep it simple. Keep it stupid. Don't overdo it. Um, but now part of me kind of is lighting up to the idea because this may make teams a little more cautious, taking care of themselves, right? Because right. now they have an incentive to make make the playoffs, earn some of that playoff bonus money, Right. And right. now you you have, you know, when we did the baseball podcast last week, when we did the preview, um, you know, we, we 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 you know we know the Yankees, the Dodgers, right? Teams like that, the Astros are going to be in it, right? And then you may have a couple of other teams that you know usually wouldn't have a chance. They might have a chance, and now you may have even a few more other teams, right? That we didn't think had a chance. That, well, you know, this gives them an opportunity, you know? Well, the one thing that we don't like, right, um, the one thing that makes the NCAA basketball tournament so exciting is that you've got, you know, a team that's ranked 62 that can upset the team that's ranked number three, right? And so right. that disparity and that, that wide variance of rankings all of a sudden make upsets very exciting. But it's also what makes us dislike some of the, like, you know, you hear people complain about the wild card system in the NFL because you've got a team that wasn't even good enough to win their shitty division, and somehow they make the playoffs, they get on a run, you know, they they meet teams with injuries at just the right time, and they end up winning the Super Bowl, right? So that's the part that I don't like. It's kind of – it's a little bit different in baseball because you're going to play a series. It's hard to get lucky for one game. If you get lucky for one game, you got to get lucky for three, right? You've got to win three out of five or whatever. 
but it still feels a little bit like we're going to make it a bit of a crapshoot where, you know, the Nationals, were the Nationals the best team in baseball last year? I mean, yes or no, right? Huh? Towards the end. Right. Uh, like the end of the season. Towards the end, they were certainly very good, but but we never really thought of them as the best team in the league, right? We had arguments about the Astros and the Yankees and the Dodgers, but we never really – no one really talked about – the Nationals didn't even win their division, right? So – and I'm not crapping on the Nationals because, you know, they play within the rules of the system and the system says they're the champs, and I'm fine with that. But now we're watering it down more. So whereas last year you had a team that wasn't really dominant and they made the playoffs – after a rough start, they deserve it. Now we're going to get a little bit further down the line, right? We're going to get teams that are, especially this season, right? We're going to get teams that get hot for 20 games, make the playoffs, and maybe ride that through all the way to the World Series. Hmm. That's the part that I don't like. You know, the thing about baseball, right? You look at the teams like the Mets, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, uh, all these really big payroll teams. And when you look back 10 years, 10 seasons, right? The last 10 seasons, I mean, aside from the Astros and the Red Sox, I guess, right? But but those are the only two really that have won the World Series, right? You have, there's a lot of parity, even though there's not in talent and payroll, there's a lot of parity in baseball. So seeing a, a team that doesn't have such a big payroll win the World Series, to me is you know, is it, it's going to feel a little bit normal, right? Because right. we have teams, like you said, that get hot the last 20 games, 30 games, whatever the case may be, that get hot and then kind of, you know, ride that wave. Let me ask you a question. What, which one do you dislike more? The expanded playoffs or the runner on second starting off extra innings? The expanded playoffs. Really? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yep. the, runner, the runner on second thing. Um, you know, we really, we really beat the hell out of bullpens as it is. It becomes a, a war of attrition if it goes too many innings and that that's no fun to me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't, I, the, I don't want the expanded playoffs personally. Hey, uh, can you carry the show for a minute? Cause I've got to go piss. Go piss. All right. You carry the show. Have fun. Don't miss the basket. I won't. Yo, so if you guys have not uh, checked out our previous episodes, we had a uh, baseball preview last week, Ed and I. Make sure you guys go check it out on YouTube. Uh, if you don't want to look at our ugly mugs, you can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes. Um, make sure you follow my brother on Twitter at emontana21. You can follow my, me, myself, and I on Twitter at brooklyngaucho1. Let us know your thoughts. Um, what do you guys think about the start of this uh, baseball season? Uh, we definitely love the uh, interaction and the comments from everybody. And so, you know, keep those up. I hope um, everybody's staying safe during these uh, crazy times. And, um, you know, you know, we should pull a prank on my brother right here, right? I should just disappear. I would have to time it right, but I should just disappear off the screen. And then when he comes back, I'm not here. And I can say I was taking a piss or taking a shit. But I would have to time that too perfectly. I don't know when he's coming back. So uh, he'll be back. He'll be back here in a minute. 
but so yeah um hopefully um you guys are enjoying this all right i'm podcast. back i was just telling everybody how i should um i should have just gone off screen myself you would have came back and i was nowhere to be found and then you would have been like what the fuck <laughs> but i would have had to time it perfectly <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's one of the few times I wish I had a diaper on. <laughs> uh, I was I was to the point where I couldn't see straight. <clears throat> I guess that coffee went right through me. Um, yeah, the the, the man on second that that doesn't bother me. I think that's kind of cool. Um, right, the idea is to get to a, a point of resolution for a game, we absolutely don't want to see ties, right? Um, I don't know how soccer hasn't gotten away from ties yet because, I mean, it's – people just hate ties, right? Right. And, and I honestly believe that part of the reason why soccer will never be one of the top four sports is because of the tie. I'm convinced. Because uh, we absolutely hate it. So anything we can do to kind of get rid of the tie, I'm okay with. It, the the uh, starting the run second base in baseball kind of feels like um, it feels like overtime in college basketball, uh, college football. Yes. Yeah, it does kind of feel Doesn't like Doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, all you need is to lay down a bunt, right? Then you got really two chances at a sacrifice fly, and then that, that run bunts. scores, right? Two bunts. Or, yeah. or you can do right? two bunts, yeah. The suicide, right. Squeeze, right. suicide squeeze once you get them to third. Right. Yeah. But again, oh. those are those are some of the new those are some of the nuances of the game. And sure, it's easier to score, but at least you're playing the game the way you normally play the game, right? Um, as opposed to soccer that does the penalty kicks, which you know, you, you take an aspect of the game that happens you know, not even once a game. I mean, there's the the soccer averages less than one penalty kick a game, and you know, you you decide, okay, we'll we'll do five of these for each team to decide a winner. So to me, that's ridiculous. It'd be like a field goal kicking contest in football. It's right. dumb. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so at least this is just a normal progression of the game. Yeah. So, good stuff. All right, man. All right, bro. That's all I got. Let's you wrap up this puppy. Another podcast in the books. Uh, you can, as always, you can catch the video version of our podcast on the YouTubes at youtube.com, Positive Sports Podcast. Or you can catch us on various podcast platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, uh, whatever you choose to use to watch, to listen to podcasts. If they want to get a hold of you, Alex, how do they do that? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho one. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well at eMontana21. NFL, hit me up. I will give you more brilliant ideas on how to avoid COVID uh, when your season starts. What's up? What uh? Are you going to watch Roy Jones Jr. against Mike Tyson? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
Hell yeah, I'm going to watch that. I actually think that's going to be a good fight. I'm thinking the same thing. <clears throat> I think I just, I'm just, unless, I'm a little scared for Roy Jones Jr. But unless one of them does not take it seriously, if if one of them just doesn't take it seriously, and by one of them I mean, uh, I mean uh, Roy Jones, because I think Mike Tyson will take it seriously. <clears throat> Then I, I think it's so if Roy Jones is how old is Roy? He's 51. Mike Tyson's 50. Roy so, Jones fought as high as heavyweight. He's not a true heavyweight, but he fought up there. If Mike Tyson takes this seriously, he's gonna seriously kill Roy Jones. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if I think Roy Jones has got to take it seriously. If he doesn't take it seriously, it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> but if he does, it's going to be – I think it will be entertaining. Because I, I think – again, I don't know this for sure, but if I had to guess, I would guess Roy Jones has a speed advantage over Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson very obviously has a power advantage over Roy Jones. So, I don't know. I've seen some videos of Mike Tyson – like recent videos of him, you know, sparring and uh, he looks pretty fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, Roy Jones is, I mean, Roy Jones is lightning quick. So yeah, I'm, I'm in to watch it for sure. Yeah. What are we looking forward to this week? What are we, what is there to look forward to? Well, the start of the NBA, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. The NBA right. started, they've been doing all these exhibition games and whatnot in the bubble. They, and they, hockey. Huh? And hockey, hockey at the end of the week, yeah. And there's always sure. fights. The UFC is right. losing. The UFC yeah. is really they've been the model. And not only not only have they been the model, but they've moved their they've moved their operations around. So they did it in Florida, they did it in Vegas, they've done it in in Abu Dhabi. Um there, there are fighters that have fought on at both locate at, at multiple locations. That they, they, you know, each card has twenty four fighters at least, and they've done four cards at each. So they've done twelve cards, twelve times twenty four. They've done two hundred eighty four fighters. I mean, or eighty, yeah, two hundred eighty eight fighters. I mean, that's a lot plus cornermen and stuff. They've they've swapped out commentating crews, and they've had you know very few cases. Well, in all fairness, I mean, you know, their events are much smaller than, you know, a baseball yeah, game and all that in stuff. Terms of, uh, in terms of staffing and participants, yeah. Well, it'll be comparable to basketball. Basketball has yeah. 20, you know, they'll have 24 guys on two teams. Granted, yeah, they you got to take people. into account the trainers and all that. Yeah. But, I mean, if you take into account participants, right, hockey and basketball will be the closest to the UFC. The difference is hockey and basketball teams have to be there the entire time, whereas fighters, you know, they rotate them in. So right. the guy that fights on, the, on the, the first fight of the night, he doesn't see – he doesn't come – he's not in the building at the same time as the guy who is on the fifth fight of the night and, and after, right? 
by that point, right. he's probably gone. So that's right. a big difference, and that helps. So, but they've, I mean, they've done a great job. For all the criticism he took, wanting to be first and whatnot, he's, you know, they've really done a good job, I think. Very few cases. Yeah. The product's been excellent. So you can't complain about that. All right, now we're going to wrap Huh? Now we're gonna wrap up, so you can like go. A so you can go watch the baseball games that you weren't gonna watch because there were no fans. Look, you better do your homework, and by next by the next podcast, I want to hear a clip of me saying I'm not gonna watch any sports. Um, hey, let me ask you a question: when you, when you have the game on, but you have to run to the bathroom. Do you put a cardboard cutout of yourself on the couch until you come back? <laughs> I may have to start doing that to make it feel normal. That's right. So it feels like there's someone actually watching the TV. That way, That's your, right. that way your wife doesn't come in and change the channel. <laughs> I thought you were gone. What are you talking about? There's a cardboard cutout of me sitting right there. <laughs> All righty, man. That sounds good. I'm going to let you go. It's been another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. As always, folks, thank you very much for listening, liking, subscribing, and commenting, whatever it is that you do to interact with us. We appreciate it greatly. And until next week, stay out of the buffet line at the strip club. And more importantly, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.